or what is the reason for possible podcasting podcasting but don't know how do you want to make money from your podcast do you want your podcast to be broadcast on various platforms you have one single answer to all your question anchor anchor helps you to create and edit your podcast it shares your podcast across various other podcasting platforms like spotify breaker google podcast all you need to do is anchor this cannot record your podcast and anchor does the rest anchor the one stop podcasting platform for you morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at the life of the lion of bundelkhand we chitrasalu kavgot independent kingdom there bundelkhand a region lying between the indo gangetic plain and the vindhyas marked by hills valleys sparse vegetation and rocky outcrops a region known for its harsh climate aridity and barren spaces an environment that has produced some of the earliest warriors and rulers of india the chandela rajputs who built the stunning temples at kajuraho rudra pratap singh who founded the princely state of urka and above all the brave rani lakshmi bai of jhansi whom the british regarded as one of the most dangerous rebels during the 1857 war of independence in the pantheon of greats from bundelkhand one man's name shone like a beacon of light veer chatrasal history is a chronicle of struggles for the sake of power but in that there have been people who have fought not just for power but also for freedom and such men have been immortalized as brave hearts veer chatrasal stands alongside with chatrapati shivaji and maharana pratap as one of the greatest fighter fighters of freedom under the muslim rule a man who fought for freedom till the end of his life he not only established a independent state in bundelkhand he was also a patron of fine arts and a good writer himself of the 82 years he lived chatrasal fought 52 battles during his 44 year old reign from the narmada to the yamuna from the chambal to tongs his writ ran supreme from the soil that gave birth to great heroes and warriors its pillows and chatrasal gave equal importance to put the pen on the sword The origins of Chitrasal go back to the Orka state founded in 1501 by Rudra Pratap Singh who moved the capital to Orka from Garkunda around 1531. Rudra Pratap was succeeded by his son Bharti Chandra who gave the Jagaddar of Mehbab to Rao Ujjayi Singh and in turn was later succeeded by Champat Rai. Veer Chitrasal was born to the brave warrior couple of Champat Rai and Lal Kunwar on May 4, 1649. the village of kachar kachnai now located in the tikambar district of madhya pradesh he was just 12 years when his parents committed suicide and surrendered against the mughal army in 1661 amidst the forests the hills under the shadow of the forest gods chatrasal was born in conflicted times amongst cannons swords and bloodshed along with his elder brother angad rai he moved to devara to learn the art of warfare from his uncle sahib singh dandar he also met married to Dev Kumari of the Panwar dynasty as promised to his father. He had no power nor an army. He had to live with the torment of his parents committing suicide in battle due to betrayal and with his jagir seized away he had virtually nothing to him when he was just 12 years old. 
But Chattasal had something more precious. The famed Bundela courage, that sinskar and the self-confidence of Veera Bhogya Vasundara. He was not broken in spirit and armed with his courage and fate decided to fight back. And along with his brother, he joined the army of Raja Jai Singh where he undertook military training. Jai Singh then was a vassal for Aurangzeb and he was interested in the Deccan campaign. It was an occasion for Chitrasal to show his bravery. On May 1665, Chitrasal showed exemplary bravery in the battle for Bizapur and also played a crucial role in defeating the Gon king of Chindwara to risking his own life. It was Chitrasal's horse Balebhai that saved its master from danger, else he would have lost, lost his life. However, when Chitrasal did not receive due credit for his victories, and instead the credit went to relatives of Aurangzeb and the nobles. His self-respect was hurt and he left the Mughal army. He came to know that the Mughals were merely an occupying force who never really cared for the Hindus. With Shivaji being the rising star of Hindu nationalism then, Chitrasal felt it fit to ally with the great Maratha. They met in 1668 where and after listening to Chitrasal, Shivaji advised him to set up an independent kingdom and also gifted him the sword of Bhavani. This is what Shivaji told him, we shall rule over the independent kingdoms, kill the Mughals, destroy the armies. And motivated by Shivaji's calls for Swaraj, Chitrasal returned to his native Bundelkhand in 1670. However, now most of it was under the control of Mughals. Most of the local chieftains were vassals of the Mughal Empire. His own relatives were not in a mood to oppose Delhi. Chitrasal received no cooperation from any of the local rulers, be it Sajan Singh of Ucha, or Shubkaran of Daitya, who, while honouring him, advised him against any conflict. When the kings refused to support him, Chitrasal began to rally the ordinary people against the Mughals. He was helped financially by his childhood friend Mahabali, due to which he was able to raise a small army of just 25 infantry and 5 cavalry. And in 1671, Chitrasal raised the pugil of Rikol against the Mughal Emperor Aurangzeb in the establishment of Swarajya. His modest army did not have any royalty. They were mostly made of commoners like Thales, peasants, craftsmen. His cousin Baldiwan also joined hands with them, and their first attack was against the Danderas of Sehor, who had betrayed his parents. The Mughal vassal Kumar Singh was not only defeated and imprisoned, but Hashim Khan, who came to assist him, was recruited. Suroj and Tabra were attacked, and the local build was used by Chitrasal to build his army and also to motivate people to join in. In no time, Chitrasal managed to raise a large army and soon Pawai, Pansa, Damo, Meher were all conquered. Munawar Khan, the Subedar of Gwalior, was rooted. The treachery was sacked and it came under his control. Furious at the loss of Gwalior, Aurangajib sent a huge army under the command of Rohilla Khan, which had eight cavalry units and an infantry of 30,000. In a pitched battle fought at Garkot, Rohilla's army was not just rooted by Chitrasal, but he himself had to flee from the battlefield to save his life. The victory made Chitrasal that much more stronger and between 1671-80, Chitrasal ruled over a vast kingdom that stretched from Chitrakut to Gwalior and Kalpi to Garhog. In 1675, Chitrasal met Mahamati Pranaji, the guru of the Pranami Sampradaya at Mao through his nephew, Dev Karanji, who was a disciple of Pranaji. Chitrasal, highly impressed by Pranaji, became a disciple who blessed him, saying, You will also be victorious. Diamond mines will be discovered in your land and you will become a great emperor. Pranaji was in way to Chitrasal what Samadra Ramdas was to Shivaji. He would be spiritual, political and economic advisor. Chitrasal defeated the Gondolar of Panna and made it his capital as per the advice of Pranaji.
This would prove beneficial as the diamond mines at Panna brought in prosperity in helping to build the mighty kingdom. And soon the forts of Orcha, Sagar, Damo, Kalpi, Mahoba, Ajmer and Vidisha were conquered by Chattasal. The Mughal Jagaddars themselves began to take tax to Chattasal now. His victory march continued as far as Malwa, Punjab, Rajasthan, establishing the Pundela kingdom. The Nawab of Allahabad, Muhammad Khan Bangash, launched an attack on Chattasal. He was around 80 years then. Facing a deserted Jaipur, Chitrasal sent a long letter to the Peshwa Bajirao, reminding him of the need to protect the honour of the Pundelas as gratitude for the assistance had rendered to the Marathas. With the advent of Bajirao's army, Bangash's army had to suffer a humiliating route and Mohammad Khan Bangash himself had to run away from the battlefield in disgrace. In gratitude, Chitrasal adopted Bajirao as his third son and also gave him the entire Bundelkhan region of Jansi Sagar Kalpi was also his daughter from a Muslim courtesan Mastani. The unity is shown by the Bundelas and Marathas in repelling the Mughal forces and creating an independent kingdom in the Deccan as to date an exemplary episode in history. He also gave an equal share of kingdom to his two sons Jagatraj and Hiddeshraj and advised them to always follow Raj Dharma and deliver good governance. Chitrasal was not just a great warrior but an equally able and wise ruler too whose governors ensured his kingdom always had a full treasury. On December 1731, he passed away near Chatrapur, the city named after him, but he would remain forever in the consciousness of Bundel Khan. Sharp as his sword was, equally sharp as his pen too. An excellent poet himself, he would facilitate and honor the other poets too. When the great poet Kavibushan came to Bundel Khan, Chitrasal himself carried the palanquin, bearing him. Warrior, empire builder, writer, poet, Bhik Chitrasal would forever be one of the great sons of Bharat, Naman.